Team Stevia, and welcome to the Stevia Show. A talk show podcast that covers pop culture, world news, local artistry, and everything in between. As always, this is Stevia. And this is Lydia. And we hope everybody is having a great day. And before we get into today's episode, funding for the Stevia Show is brought to you in part by the following. Today's episode is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Bravado Wireless is your go-to when it comes to all things connected. Now that spring has entered the chat, it's time for some spring cleaning, and that might mean it's time to upgrade that old phone. Starting on April 15th, you can get half off a brand new iPhone 12 or Samsung S9 for new customers as part of our premium data plan. For more information, call your local Bravado Wireless store or head to bravadowireless.com. As well as community members like you. Remember, you can join, you can support us on Anchor or Patreon for as little as 99 cents a month. Thanks! Hey Team Stevia, and welcome to episode 101 of The Stevia Show. And joining us today, we have Tim from Rewind Esports, Inc. So Tim, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. And can you tell our listeners what Rewind Esports is? Yes, uh, we're a premier gaming arcade. Uh, We have 46 computers, we have 12 Xboxes, and we have 10 Switches. Oh, nice. Uh, So we're set up for both casual gamers and competitive gamers. Um, we have the top 50 games downloaded on our computers. Uh, you just walk in, um, rent amount of time. Uh, we have time bundles from 30 minutes to all day passes. And uh, you, uh, we help you get logged in to, to the games and, and enjoy yourself in our atmosphere. Cool. Sounds good. Um, so, yeah, thanks again for, uh, for being on, and we really appreciate it. Um, so do you know what the history of esports cafes and arenas are, and are you all gamers yourselves? Uh, the individuals I do employ are uh, heavy uh, gamers. Uh, mm-hmm. They're um, uh, they've had spent uh, thousands and thousands of hours in <laughs> in their particular game. Uh, we have uh, individuals that specialize in League of Legends, Overwatch, uh, Fortnite, uh, Rocket League, uh, etc. Um, as far as uh, the esports, uh, it mainly originated there in the Asian countries. Uh, the cafes are extremely popular there um, because not everybody can afford their own personal computers and and consoles. So um, it's just now kind of catching on here in America. Uh, But uh, in our case, we're trying to bring the hospitality industry to the esports industry and make it a little bit more than just a computer cafe. So we offer food, beverage, adult beverages as well, trying to add uh, uh, to the atmosphere and, and the quality of the service. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. And co-hosting with me today is Kaylee. So um, Lydia's away on business. Uh, and by business, I mean pickleball. Uh, <laughs> of so, course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Kaylee, what do you have? Let's see. So you kind of talked about it, uh, your physical space um, and how many consoles and computers and stuff you have. Is there one that's more that you notice people gravitate towards more? Uh, if they're uncomfortable, uh, they usually gravitate to the Xboxes because that's what they're usually most familiar with. That's what I go to. <laughs> yes. Um, but we do have uh, Xbox controllers and PlayStation controllers that you can actually play the same game on the PC as well. Okay. Uh, so you can either play Fortnite on the Xbox or on the PC with a controller. Um, 
from that perspective. Now, if you want to really get competitive into esports, you have to start to switch to the computer because of the refresh rates oh, of yes. the computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, uh, and um, I'm such a controller person. Um, do you play with controller, mouse, and keyboard? I do controller. Yeah, yeah. I, ha- I have to do controller because, like, um, with shooters, I haven't gotten the WASD and stuff mastered yet. I would yeah. like to try it out, see if I can figure it out. Right, <laughs> you you do get an advantage if you can play keyboard, mouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, because I know Lydia, uh, she plays keyboard, mouse, and she's mm-hmm. way better than I am at pretty much any game. So maybe this is maybe that's what I have to do right. is just start switching over to mouse and keyboard. Yeah, I think. Yeah. that with call of duty she does controller and then tarkov she's okay. mouse keyboard yeah i find it interesting because e- all the streamers you watch are all on monitors mm-hmm. yeah all right so next one what was the first game that you remember playing um world of warcraft was one of my first games okay and um i i enjoyed it because it allowed me to both uh, play um in a group setting, but also solo for those nights where I just you know, <laughs> wanted to enjoy the storyline of, of the game. So I, I still enjoy that. Uh, recently, I started playing Rocket League in the new game, Knockout City. Oh, yeah. Knockout City is so yes. much fun. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're going to have a, a tournament coming up for Knockout City as well on July 3rd with okay. the Folds of Honor. Cool. Steven, what's yours? Um, the first video game that I remember playing... Um, Probably Mortal Kombat three, which probably isn't the best game for a child to play, but my dad, um, um, but but my dad had it on Sega Genesis, and I remember uh, he and I playing that game. And how about you, Kaylee? Who my brother and I, we used to play Lego Star Wars, and we had this like four wheeler game and paintball. Those were the three games oh, nice. that we would switch yeah. off between because we didn't really have like shooter games. Paintball is probably the closest thing that we got was playing paintball on Xbox. Yeah, I'm not trying to date myself, but uh, <laughs> I did enjoy Zelda and, of course, you know, the Pac-Man. So we do have retro arcade machines as well. Yeah, okay. yeah. So whenever we did the tour, um, um, they ha- uh, um, I forget what they were called. Were they called Polycades? Yes. Minus- oh, boom. I remember yep. that. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, and that's what has all the old school games and stuff like that on yes. it, correct? Yes, So that's cool, yeah. So um, even, like, so hypothetically, if I were to bring my dad, he'd be able to go in and play, like, Galaxian and stuff yes. like that. That's yep. so cool. I think it's you. Okay. Yeah. Um, kind of back to the physical space and stuff. When I was, I told you I was looking on your website and stuff and mm-hmm. it's, it's fun bites. Yes. That is so cool. I love how <laughs> that, uh, how you spell it and everything. Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite food item off the menu? Uh, the Wagyu burger seems to be the most popular followed by uh, boneless wings, but uh, pretzel, uh, Bavarian pretzel sticks is also a, a delicious choice. Oh yeah. Um, so we tried to, and the reason why we call it fun bites, it's not a, a full course meal. We try to make it snack size so that they can eat and drink there at their computer uh, stations. Yes. Uh, that way, if there is an accident and they spill something, we don't have <laughs> a <laughs> whole that, plate uh, being spilt. Has but, it happened yet? Have you had anybody spill? Uh, we have had some liquid spilt, oh, but, uh, okay. but uh, we, we consider that just a cost of doing business. Gotcha. Yeah. And Fun Bites is Bites, B-Y-T-E-S. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. It's so fun. Um, so how do places like Rewind uh, impact the gaming community? Yeah, so um, the main reason why we uh, created Rewind uh, in uh, the concept is trying to uh, allow the gamers uh, to have a facility where they can go and socialize and, and have a, a, a non-toxic atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, uh, when we were talking, a lot of gamers tend to, you know, play in their bedrooms and stuff like that. So we want to give them an opportunity to have a safe space where they can come and 
talk about their passions with others. Uh, you know, a lot of them tend to be a little bit more introverted. And when they get into our space, they become extroverts because, uh, you know, they're, they're talking about their passions and their, in their likes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, um, that's so cool because I remember like growing up, like playing video games, like we didn't have any spaces like this. So mm-hmm. like I would only game in my bedroom and then it'd be, and it was one of those things like that was before even DSL came around. So like you couldn't really play online unless you had a really good modem, which we didn't have. So it would have been really cool having those spaces to hang out with my friends, um, you know, growing up. And that's cool that the space um, exists now. Yeah. yeah and we uh, even mentioned uh, on our website, you know, we're trying to bring back the days of the eighties and nineties where the arcade was a family experience. And mm-hmm. So even our staff, if you're uh never uh you know play the the newer games uh, we can kind of coach you through and and help you understand the game and we've had a lot of families come in and start bonding over over the games because they're trying to relate to their children that's yeah. so cool i know like with lydia it's when we play together it's lydia and her dad and her brother and then somebody else if we're lucky enough to jump in with them and the, the Winford Cod Squad is so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, are you seeing any um, trends in the gaming community right now through um, Rewind, like different games that are popular, or the certain ones that have been popular? Are they staying popular? What's uh, what are you kind of seeing there? I wouldn't really say there's necessarily any new trends. Uh, Fortnite, uh, Apex, uh, League of Legends, Overwatch. Uh, Rocket League, they're all still extremely popular. Uh, Call of Duty is also popular. Uh, so um, the, I guess the tried and true uh, is still uh, really uh, popular among the gamers. Uh, you do have some new games coming out, uh, maybe like Knockout City that we think has opportunity to uh, maybe get an audience that might want to play a little more competitive in the um, you know eSports uh, arena. Are you noticing more people are interested in gaming because of the pandemic? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, so a whole lot of, uh, yeah, so with the pandem- pandemic, it definitely increased the number of uh, individuals interested in gaming for sure. Um, now, with a brick and mortar like us, um, you know, uh, it's it's been kind of slow to get them back into the uh, you know, into confined spaces, I guess. Yeah. But uh, as far as online, yes, it's extremely strong community. Yeah. I, I mean, I started during the pandemic as well about a year ago, and I was playing on my boyfriend's Xbox, and I ended up going to the store and getting my own so that we could have our own setups. We could each play at the mm-hmm. same time if we needed to. And it's, that's how I connected with my friends when we couldn't hang out together. We would play online together. Yeah, and the online community is similar to everybody else. They're all ready to get out of their homes and oh, start yeah. to play in <laughs> in-person land events. Yeah, um, and for um, and this one isn't on the docket, but can um, so if we wanted to like reserve the space for private parties, can we do that at Rewind? Yes, definitely. We do host a lot of birthday parties. Uh, we do have a cafe area that has several tables and chairs that we reserve for those. A guest, in addition to we allow them uh, to game for two hours, uh, either on our Xboxes or our uh, or our computers. Um, and we do have a, a loft that is also available for reservation as well. Yeah, um, that's super cool. So um, I remember you and I talked like how like how having this as like a birthday party would be a lot better than like going to like Chuck E. Cheese or whatever, because you, um, you actually get to play the uh, um, the popular games. 
Um, so is it cool, though, um, kind of seeing um, gamers who are coming from their homes into your space? Is it, is it cool, like, watching them come out of their shells and kind of, like, uh, hanging out with their friends and stuff like that? Um, is, 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 is that a neat experience for you all? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's great to, to watch them socialize. Um, you know, uh, it's kind of like uh, the restaurant industry. You could cook at home, but you go to a restaurant for the atmosphere and the socialize. Right socializing component and um it's neat to watch those gamers uh, walk into our facilities uh, it is a 180 in personality um and we've had a lot of parents say the same thing that you know they want to get their child out of the you know out of their bedroom and meeting people and this is opportunity for them to do that yeah, absolutely. And then um, talking about the tournaments, um, you did say that you have people come in from like Nebraska and Louisiana. Um, was yes. that surprising at first? Uh, yes, actually, we were. Uh, we hosted a Call of Duty tournament uh, in April and we had 29 teams of four players. We had over 150 people in our facility. And this is right at the time where the kind of pandemic was coming towards an end. And we mm -hmm. had the first LAN event. So uh, it was mixed uh, emotions there on social media, but uh, uh, we had people from New York, California, uh, we Texas, like as far as way as San Antonio. They they enjoyed their time. In fact, it was so successful. We're going to host a three day event and expect sixty four teams, and I think oh, wow. majority of those are going to be out of town. How many people are on a team usually? On Call of Duty, it's four. Uh, we've now had two uh, Smash Brother Ultimate tournaments, and we've had 53-plus people uh, for those tournaments as well. Um, in fact, uh, we are uh, expecting on our uh, Melee tournament, uh, we do have people coming in from Louisiana, all the surrounding states for that on July 10th, and I think we're going to be closer to 100 people on that one. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, and then also, so um, how often do you all do community events and um, how often do you all do tournaments? Yes. Uh, so I guess the uh, competitive uh, larger payout tournaments, we try to host once a month. Uh, and then we have uh, some lower key uh, type tournaments where the payout isn't as much. So that way it doesn't attract the um, highly ranked players in the nation. It uh, gives some other players an opportunity to win. Right, keep it fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, keep that fair. So we host those every week. Um, as far as uh, community events, uh, we haven't had uh, an event yet, but we're going to host the Folds of Honor July 3rd, and we're going to do a Knockout City tournament for that. And we're actually in the process of talking. Uh, we're in talks with the City of Broken Arrow. We're wanting to have a game with the cop uh, night. Oh, uh, so really cool. we're looking at like a Sunday in August to host that. Cool. Cool. Yeah. That sounds really interesting. That does. Okay. My turn. Yeah, I think so. So for when people come in, what's the most popular game right now that it, you see most people playing? Uh, as far as uh, individually, um, it's mainly first person shoot them. Okay. So your uh, Call of Duty, uh, your Apex, Fortnite. Um, Call of Duty's a little bit older crowd. Fortnite's a little bit younger yeah. uh, group. Um, now, when it comes to like uh, game nights or more community-based uh, tournaments that we have, uh, Rocket League's extremely popular for us, and Smash Brothers is very popular. That's cool. It's almost like stuff doesn't change because like Rocket yeah. League was popular like five years ago and it's, it's still <laughs> popular. And then Smash Brothers has been popular since like I, I was playing it as a kid, you know. Um, so that's super cool. 
um, that you all do those games. Uh, now, with uh, Smash Brothers, I did uh, notice you say that you were going back to Melee. So is that the most popular Smash to be do- doing tournaments with, then, if you're expecting that many people? Uh, I think for Melee, there's not as many events. And gotcha. so, um, um, and we have a, a good network of contacts within the Melee community. So um, we're able to attract them to our LAN event. As far as Ultima is by far the more popular of the two, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> we because uh, we had the Friday uh, game nights and then we do about uh, um, Ultimate Tournament almost every month. Cool. All right. What's the most fun part of owning and working for Rewind? Uh, it's a. I've always been a business mind, so watching, uh, hopefully, watching the concept grow. We've learned. You know, we thought the target market was one group of individuals, and I think we're finding out it's a different group. And, oh, really? And, yeah. And then even with the games, what we thought would be popular games uh, <laughs> versus what is popular within our geographic area, uh, I think all that uh, has been uh, uh, informative, and I enjoy the the learning, you know, uh, mm-hmm. of the environment, business cool. environment. Yeah. So is Rewind then the first business that you've owned? Or um, is this, um, or, or um, do you have other ventures as well? Uh, yeah, I, I am a president for Hideaway Pizza. Oh, okay, but and that's the best pizza in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've helped uh, Hideaway Pizza grow from twelve million and in yearly sales to fifty million, and that's and, so cool. And so I, I have an extensive background in the hospitality, and I felt like uh, that was uh, probably the area that the esports. Uh, industry is really missing. Um, you know, they kind of treat it like a computer lab. You know, you mm-hmm. pay a few dollars, there's the computer, but uh, there's nothing else that uh, enhances that experience for the gamer. Right. And that's a really good point, too, because, like, if if I'm going to go somewhere to play video games, like, it'd be cool to have, like, the hospitality aspect instead of just going and, you know, renting a computer whenever I can, you know, kind of do that here. But then you don't get that same, like, the hospitality or the community experience. You're absolutely right. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and the big thing for us is when our guests walk in, they're they're there to play games. And so right. we want to make sure that when they log on the computer, there's no technical issues. So our staff is, you know, right there uh, uh, within, a, uh, you know, within a arm's distance and making sure that uh, they're able to log in, get to playing. Um, and then uh, with the hospitality side, you're able to order food and beverage uh, right from your computer. It uh, alerts the cafe. And we bring it to you just like what you would receive cool. you know, service-wise at a restaurant. Yeah, it's a really cool place. Um, 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 you as in Kaylee and you as in the listener definitely need to go check it out. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's super rad. And looking online at the pictures and everything too, you have other seating options than just gaming chairs. Yeah, yeah. We have, uh, we have gaming sofas, couches yeah. uh, that are extremely comfortable. And we do have uh, uh, lounge areas, uh, like in our loft, we have a lounge area that has several couches and a 70-inch TV. Uh, we usually allow the... Uh, um, <laughs> Sorry, are my dogs are being silly? <laughs> uh, they, um, but uh, the um, lounge area, we have a 70-inch TV that allows you to watch traditional or esports. so a lot of parents will go up there while their children game downstairs. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
and have an adult beverage. Yeah. Um, and then, so with uh, Discord, how do you all use Discord for your business? Because um, I think Discord is one of the best tools there is out there. I'm I'm obsessed with Discord. So. Yes, yes. Uh, we do have a Discord uh, that we try to get all of our guests uh, uh, to log into. Uh, our, we use our Discord for a lot of our game nights, uh, etc. cetera. Uh, we do have some esports teams that we are sponsoring. Uh, so we use that as a tool of communication as well. Um, but it allows us to keep in contact with our guests and give them, you know, updated event information, uh, stuff like that. So you get to be a part of it even after you leave the building? Yes, yes, okay. yeah. And we and we try to keep the communication going with our guests. Uh, you know, if we haven't heard from someone in a while, we usually try to check in and yeah. see how things are going. That's so cool. And then you can also, like, the experience, like what Kaylee said, doesn't stop at your physical space. Like, you know, that gives those um, gamers, like, a bigger chance to network. Like, it's a lot easier you know, if me and you were in the same discord versus like having to like exchange phone numbers and be like, Hey, who was that guy I played smash brothers with? Like, I'd like to play with him again, <laughs> you know, um, instead of like having to like search through like your Rolodex of contacts, you know, it'd just be a lot better to say, Hey, who'd I play smash with today? And then you get to make those private matches and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And we have a, we have a lot of, uh, users there in discord, uh, unable to, you know, visit our facility but they'll get online and ask if anyone else is interested in playing a particular game so it does build that community and in and in friendship cool yeah i haven't branched out yet to random people to play with just yet i need to build my confidence up <laughs> yeah we have uh, definitely all different skill sets for sure there so with the different different skill sets and stuff do you have a lot of females come into play uh um not as much. Um, I would probably say they're only about 10% of our overall business at the moment. Uh, definitely more younger than older, for sure. So yeah. I would say uh, teenage, uh, you'll see more females involved in gaming than you do, um, you know, in, in the more mature uh, group. Um, and it seems like most of them come in because they're trying to relate uh, with their boyfriend or, or husband, trying to, uh, you know, enjoy what uh, what they enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a really good point because I feel like with the younger generations, um, I feel like that stigma against women playing video games, I feel like that's going away, um, which th it shouldn't be a stigma in the first place. Like right. if, if you want to play video games, play video games. Like it shouldn't, it, it shouldn't matter. Um, so with, uh, so with that, um, so Kaylee, um, as a, um, as a, a female gamer, um, would places like, uh, like Rewind, do you think that'd be a good place to like congregate with like the Winford Cod squad or whatever? Oh, I think it would be amazing. And it would yeah. get the other, like anybody that we're playing with to kind of branch out, like what you're talking about and be able to make new friends that you can play with. Cause I personally, I don't like playing by myself. Mm -hmm. And so if I can, if my friends are busy, then I just don't play. So if I can make different friends, then we can always you yeah, know, contact each other when we're wanting to play. Yeah, especially like with birthday parties, they all like to get uh, involved in the Among Us game. Oh, yeah. Uh, Among Us is so much so fun. So yeah. that's oh a gosh. great game that's not, uh, you know, you don't need to be a first-person shoot them or there's yeah. not, I guess, a huge learning curve. So it's a great game for, you know, groups of players to play. You know, we had the Sims and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, you, know, uh, you know, World of Warcraft for those, you know, that are looking for a different type of game than you know, playing yeah. the first person shoot them. And for me, I only have an Xbox. We're an Xbox family, apparently. <laughs> and um, so I haven't got to play Among Us yet because you have to have a PlayStation or computer mouse. And so we've watched 
I can't countless hours on YouTube, but mm -hmm. I've never played it. Mm -hmm. I would love to. I think it'd be a great for Stevia to get a game going. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be a good time. That could be something that um, we for sure uh, look into. Um, and also, um, what was I going to say? I, I had a I had a question about um, about rewind, but I for um, it'll come back to me. It'll come back to yeah, me. Yeah, back in Among <laughs> Us, I always tell everybody whoever the best player is, they're the ultimate manipulator. So you should, uh, you know, uh, verify your uh, relationship with right, that individual. Right. I don't think I could do it if it was live because I can't lie. And there's see, a joke. I'm such in, a bad liar. Yeah, there's a joke in our family because my dad does it. If we're lying, we flare our nostrils. Okay. And so I would have to like, hide in a different room there <laughs> yeah and, and, anytime my wife asks me like if she's getting like a surprise for me or something i have to like cover my face with a pillow and be yeah. like no because like i'll right. like i'll like flash my dimples and yep. stuff like that like, no so, yeah, i don't no. know what you're talking yeah, about what are you talking about babe exactly <laughs> exactly um so uh for rewind um y'all's hours y'all open until 11 is that correct uh, we're open till 11 sunday through thursday and midnight on friday and saturdays now okay and do cool. you all um have a certain time of the day where you're more um where more people come out probably at night you think our busiest times are friday evenings and all day saturdays um so those days i usually request people to make a reservation especially for the xboxes uh, because we only have 12 and those are usually rented up by the birthday parties oh but yeah Nice. Yeah, but usually we have uh, lots of availability when it comes to the computer. Cool. Right on. So how has, um, so um, the history of Rewind, did you all open mid-pandemic or um, did you kind of open towards the tail end or before the pandemic? Uh, we started creating uh, the concept uh, during the pandemic. Uh, we were trying to time when we thought the pandemic, you know, would end. Uh, so we opened uh, January of 2021. Uh, but at that time, the pandemic was still kind of going strong. Yeah. Right. Uh, the vaccines definitely helped mm -hmm. um, uh, for us. So each month, uh, we're continuing to grow in sales. I think at this point, it's just uh, letting people know we exist. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and also um, with uh, Rewind, you have a Twitch channel, too. Um, so, um, so how do you all utilize your Twitch space? Yeah, so we mainly use Twitch to stream our game nights and our tournaments. Uh, and then what we do is we stream those to the TVs within, uh, within uh, inside of our facility. Uh, that way it gives the spectators, parents, uh, opportunity to watch. So like yesterday when we had our ultimate tournament, uh, we had one TV with a bracket, one TV with the Twitch stream, and then we had the audio on the, on the uh, stream as well. So uh, the players and the spectators could hear the... Uh, events going and you know they were cheering loud uh, so, so, cool. yeah it's yeah. very exciting uh, especially when you have 50 plus people in there cheering and yeah. watching you on the on the twitch stream do right. you do you offer um the equipment to be able to stream so like webcam all of that stuff we do have that available okay. uh, we don't have like a, a private uh, room or anything like that yeah. uh, uh, but we've had streamers uh uh, for various reasons, either move into town and didn't have internet at their home or, or whatever, uh, we're able to make use of our, our of our technology, uh, of our tr stream setup. And yeah, cool. I've I've been working on it, getting my stream stuff set up. But I got a new job, and so I had to give back my laptop that oh, was no. a company computer and that uh -huh. had everything on it. <laughs> and so I'm kind of starting over again. But right. yeah. Um, 
And so another question that I had, um, so um, opening in um, January 2021, and as a business person, um, what has been um, the hardest part about COVID and starting a business? Because we've been kind of asking everybody who we've had on, like, how has COVID impacted their industry? Um, So how has starting a business been with COVID? Uh, We knew COVID hit uh, the esports arenas extremely hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, Any land center needs people in their center to, to... uh, you know, continue to be uh, financially successful. Uh, there was a large portion of those close up uh, this last year. Uh, so we knew when we would open uh, in January that it was going to be tough to get a guest in the door. But we used that as an opportunity to kind of learn um, what process and procedures we had in place, you know, whether uh, certain processes were working or not, allowed us to iron out some of the kinks. Uh, we did have uh, a lot of technology issues at the beginning. Uh, so it, it allowed us to, uh, uh, you know, refine our, our business a little bit uh, so that now going forward, uh, you know, we hopefully will give the guests the best experience possible. Awesome. So what are your goals going forward now that everything's kind of opening back up? And yeah, yeah, for us, it's uh, you know just continue to uh, increase guest count, uh, and we're doing that uh, through the tournaments and game nights, uh, and we're doing both uh, social media marketing and and traditional advertising as well on the radio. Um, we're using social to reach out to the gamers themselves, and then traditional to help educate the parents. Uh, I think that's the biggest uh, hurdle we're facing right now is uh, letting parents know that um, that uh, there is a, a future in esports, uh, whether uh, they use esports to help them get into college or or you know, from a professional standpoint. Oh, for sure. I know yeah. Broken Arrow Public Schools, they're starting a whole esports team. I personally played sports growing up and that was kind of what I planned to do in college. I didn't go through with it, but with esports, yeah, there's definitely a future, and colleges are picking it up. Yeah, and yeah, all we've that. we've got a close working relationship with like Oklahoma Wesleyan, and uh, we are working on our networking with OU Esports as well with Michael, and um, they are offering uh, the colleges are offering uh, ten thousand dollars scholarships, which is so cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's it's, amazing. It's so cool to think about. Uh, because I mean, like esports are just like any other kind of sports. Like if you're good at it, you know, like, and, and if there is, you know, a, a spectator aspect of it, like, mm-hmm. of course, like you should be compensated right. uh, for playing it. And like, um, OSU just unveiled their new esports arena. Yes. And that's insane there. I don't know if you, if y'all have seen it, but it's, it's super cool. They have like, they have all the, uh, Alienware computers and they all glow orange, which is just super rad. Right. Um, like, um, I didn't even go to, I didn't even go to OSU, but I'm still like so stoked. <laughs> Like, that, that's just so cool. Like I wish I was an alumni OSU. Right. Yeah. 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 So that's rad. Definitely. Um, so how? Uh, so that learning curve with like uh, with parents. Um, how do you? Um, how do you kind of combat that? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's why we're kind of doing a, a traditional radios to kind of inform the parent. Uh, uh, kind of what we're about. I think the biggest uh, issue is uh, you know they're their child's already spending a lot of screen time at home, so why should I take them to rewind to spend more time in, in front of a screen? And, uh, 
you know, it's just like any other sport, traditional sports. The more you play a particular game, the better you get at it. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, you know, just playing one hour, two hour a day, it's not going to get you to the professional level. And in fact, we even have a staff uh, at Rewind that was offered a, a contract to play. And, uh, you know, so and uh, there's that op opportunity for those players to be professional players. But, you know, even with uh, Oklahoma Wesleyan and, and OU, you have opportunity to get a degree in marketing because of streaming. And, right. and, you know, you need to have a marketing degree to understand, you know, your targets and. Mm -hmm. Once again, um, uh, you know, media relations and, and IT, uh, you know, being a software developer, a lot of, game, a lot of uh, gamers want to be uh, developers of gaming software, of course. So mm -hmm. I think uh, letting the parent understand that uh, uh, this is a growing industry and it's only going to get more popular. Uh, three years ago, there was hardly any colleges, no high school esports teams. Uh, OESL is the high school league. Esports just had their first full year last year. Uh, so, um, uh, but now you have, I think, nine plus colleges in just Oklahoma that offer uh, esports. Wow. Yeah. I know for myself, I actually have my degree is in media studies and then marketing is my minor. And so, streamers are just so interesting to me because you can have thousands of people watching you and how do you reach them and i think of it in like the marketing mind of okay mm -hmm. if i were to do it how would how would i promote everything and with stevia and all of it just it's so interesting to me how wide of a reach there is for streamers especially mm -hmm. i think the pandemic was amazing for streamers yeah 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 i agree and you know, if you, uh, at our facility, all of our TVs are on some sort of stream. Cast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, uh, you know, we have the traditional, uh, you know, uh, television programming, but you don't ever see it on yeah. our TVs unless it's like the Super Bowl or something. Right. And I think to your point, Tim, about how, um, it's kind of been slow to come to the United States. Like I feel like 10 years ago, if you would have told like any one of us that you can make money playing video games and people watching you, you'd say no, like, like, like there's no way. But then right. now like you have streamers who are literally millionaires and they're appearing on TV shows like uh, the mass singer and stuff like that um, because of how popular it's gotten. And mm -hmm. it's just, um, you know, to your credit as a business person, like you're, you're seeing this trend and then you're wanting to capitalize on it. And it's cool that we have places like Rewind that, you know, are here, um, well, for, for me and for Kaylee, like right in our backyard that we're able to go and, you know, network, meet other gamers. And also you have places like OU and Oklahoma Wesleyan, you know, et cetera, that you're able to make these partnerships with. So like from a marketing standpoint, Kaylee, like, absolutely. Like, it's just so like, like there's so many different <laughs> avenues you can go down and it's like, well, which one do you want to choose? You yeah. know, it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, technology touches every part of our lives now. And so. You know, esports is only going to help, uh, you know, develop, uh, you know, that individual because, you know, if you're on an esports team, you're going to have to uh, work on, uh, you know, uh, relations and how to quickly, you know, talk without being toxic and right. you know, stuff like right. that. So. That'd be hard when I get shot down, man. Right. I can't really control what comes out. So um, do you watch any stream streamers? Uh, me personally, no, only because I have uh, two full-time jobs for the most part. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, we do have streaming going on all day. Okay. Um, so Is there I, one that's requested? Uh, I know they do a lot of doctor uh, disrespect mm -hmm. for sure on on the TV. 
Um, I would have to get my my gamer staff to, to comment <laughs> on their on their uh, personal choice. Oh but. yeah, gotcha. Awesome. So I think we just have one more for you all. Um, so what are your social media uh, handles, and where can we find out more information about Rewind? Uh, yeah, so, so we have a, our website is rewindesports.com. It has all of our events, tournaments listed, game nights. Uh, we do have uh, Facebook and, uh, and um, Instagram and Twitter. Um, the handles are Rewind Esports Inc. Um, okay. as well. Uh, you can also find, uh, if you go to our website, uh, towards the bottom of the page has our Twitch or Discord as well as links to the Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter accounts. Cool. And that's probably the best places to find out like your current specials and your different pricing um, points and stuff like that. Correct. Yes. Excellent. Cool. Um, Kaylee, do you have anything else? I don't believe so. Awesome. Is there anything else that you would like to share about uh, Rewind Esports? No, I don't. Cool. So, appreciate it. Thank yeah. you for allowing me to be a guest on your show. Yeah, anytime. Well, thank you so much for being on, Tim, and everybody who's listening, um, and especially if you're in the Tulsa area, go check out Rewind Esports. It's right uh, next to Bass Pro on 61st Street, a.k.a. Bass Pro Drive, a.k.a. Albany Street, a.k.a. <laughs> Tiger Drive. Uh, so uh, the street with four names, um, but you can find it on 61st Street by Bass Pro Shop. Be sure to check it out. Um, be sure to join their Discord and follow their Twitch. Um, and Tim, thank you so much for being on today. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Team Stevia, we hope you enjoyed the episode. And as always, you can follow us on all the social media platforms with the handle at The Stevia Show. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whichever podcast app you listen to. If you're on YouTube, just search for The Stevia Show and subscribe with the notification button. Make sure to check out our streams. We stream at least once a week. Streams can be found on Twitch at twitch.tv slash lidwins and twitch.tv slash stvn92. Follow us on social media to find stream schedules. Anchor and Patreon producers are able to join in on multiplayer streams as well. And we also have merchandise available through our links in our bio and our show notes. So when you visit us online, click on, click on our link tree and click on merch. We ship nationwide as well. Thank you to the following for supporting the Stevia Show. Bravado Wireless. Today's episode is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Bravado Wireless is your go-to when it comes to all things connected. Now that spring has entered the chat, it's time for some spring cleaning, and that might mean it's time to upgrade that old phone. Starting April 15th, you can get half off a brand new iPhone 12 or Samsung S9 for new customers as part of our new premium data plan. For more information, call your local Bravado Wireless store or head to bravadowireless.com. We are, also brought, we are also brought to you by community members like you. Remember that you can support us on Anchor or Patreon for as little as 99 cents a month. Thanks. But for now, Team Stevia, we will see you next time. And this is Steven. And this is Lydia. And we hope you all have a great day. Bye. Bye.